Um, hello and welcome everybody again to another episode of the Still in the Box podcast. Um, I am one of your hosts, Islam, and my other co-host with me, Hawa. Hi everyone, hope you're doing well. Uh, yeah, and today we're just going to be straight into it with the topic that we're talking about. Um, a very um, hot and contentious, not contentious, but a very hot and popular topic at the moment. Yeah. BBL, BBLs, cosmetic so- surgeries, um, for those who've been living under a rock, BBLs are uh, Brazilian bu- butt, lift. butt lifts, Brazilian beauty lifts, if you want to be a bit cheeky. But yeah, so the rise and rise and absolute explosion in BBLs and, cos- and that kind of cosmetic surgery, getting the booty, getting that Instagram look booty. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're just going to talk about a little, a little bit about um, all of the different aspects that go yeah. into that and, you know, whether we think, what our personal views on that. So I think the biggest thing, like the biggest proponent in the explosion of that has definitely been social media and Instagram. Which yeah. I know my co-host here knows knows a lot more about than I do, who joined it two weeks ago. So, <laughs> by all means, take it away. BBLs on um, Instagram. I got inspired by to talk about this topic partly because I seen this girl called Miss Fabulous on YouTube and Instagram, mm-hmm. and she used to promote her BBL quite a lot. Not just like her own surgery, but like the surgery that did that for her in Turkey. How much she paid for it, the process about it. She was doing like a vlog of her whole journey of it. Mm-hmm. And then recently she came back and told everybody, oh, this was a really bad um, experience. Don't do it. I don't recommend it. This is what has happened to her. I'm not going to advocate people to go look at her pictures, but they, yeah, they don't look great. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think, I think, on some level, everybody knows that BBLs are bad. Yeah. And everybody kind of on some level knows they are dangerous. Mm-hmm. And there's a chance that they can... Not just a chance, there's a massive chance that they can go wrong immediately mm-hmm. or sometime down the line. But I don't get it. What I don't get is why are they becoming so, so popular, especially amongst women who, let's, let's be honest, mostly black, who don't need it who don't need it like black women historically have had the hourglass figure have had the the, you know the beauty to go with it that has been like black women's thing i know boobs were very popular in the in the in the early in the early 2000s yeah earlier notes not but like the butt has always been a big deal so it's like and i get it i mean everybody has their insecurities but just the explosive rise of it within the black community that's what doesn't make i think it is disproportional rise yeah i've Okay, BBLs are one that is really popular, partly because it is a life-threatening one. Mm-hmm. If you get Botox on your face... Like, you, dangerous in a different way, but not They are dangerous in a different way, but they're not life-threatening. Yeah. Um, one surgery that I... Not, not that I would ever get, uh, get it done because I do love myself and I wouldn't risk my life, but a really, really tempting is face reconstruction. Yes. Where, if, which are very popular in South Korea, but some of the drawbacks is not life-threatening, but your face can go Exactly. Numb, the risk is, is also just, high. But yeah. if you see someone like Bella Hadid, before and after, you might get really tempted yeah. by it. I mean, I, I get it, but it's like, it's just so, something so severe and so invasive and so... You know, such a radical change where it's just it, it wouldn't that kind of the radical the radical change that you are going under kind of scare you away from it. Even though the I results would look can, good, I think but. even someone like me who does love themselves, who doesn't think that I would ever put myself at a risk like that for no reason, uh, gets tempted. Yeah. Then people who have massive insecurities yeah. or are you know somewhere on um, like mentally not maybe fit hundred percent. Yeah. 
or like have been bullied for, for the particular feature for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I can see how they go out of their way to do this. I know. Yeah. And it's not a really big problem is, I think the rise is mostly to do with Instagram. Definitely. But it also has partly to do with how accessible it is right now. Mm. We know step by step, what the pros I who has no interest in doing the BBL ever yeah. know exactly the step by step guide on how to get one yeah and also because so many people are getting it it's also been not normalized I say but like it would it doesn't sound as crazy anymore to get yeah, it yeah exactly I remember a time like when the early 2000s <laughs> sounding like an old person here but I remember <laughs> a time in the early 2000s where like having a cosmetic having a nose job which yeah. like because they break your nose and reconstruct it that was like seen as the whoa like yeah. what is wrong with you not what is wrong with you but that is severe that is extreme why yeah. would you do that to yourself like the the hurt that you're causing to yourself yeah. to get there and then um like getting a plastic surgery was very much out of the norm it was very strange there's this one um arabic uh, singer called nancy ajadam yeah 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 and like <laughs> everybody knows nancy ajadam she was she's famous for like getting plastic surgery she was way yeah. before plastic surgeries she were was a mainstream top, thing. To, top exactly. notch arab plastic yeah. surgeon <laughs> She did, and like my mom isn't a huge fan of her look, to be honest. But it's like, and a lot of people aren't. But it, it was that she went and did that at a time when that wasn't the norm at all. Yeah. And she got like ten. Like she didn't just get one; she got like ten. She or got 11. ten different ones. 10 I or remember, and Egyptians yeah. are so shady. I remember watching TV in Egypt, and someone like they were had like a talk show yeah. at night, and they were like putting her before pictures <laughs> where she just looks like a normal looking girl yeah. <laughs> down the sock. <laughs> to like a baddie <laughs> in like yeah, yeah. And, but that was a time when it was very strange and like for the longest time that was all anybody could talk about yeah but nowadays like you get a PBL you're off the next day and it's not that big like it's no. seen as not that big of a deal yeah. it's still you know it's prevalent and I find it a big deal but for Instagram community at large it's not seen as a big deal so that's definitely something to do with it as well how accessible it is and how normalized it is like yeah yeah if your other person is thinking I've I, I've never really I knew people on Instagram do I like influences and stuff but yeah. i never really knew um a person in my life who wanted to do it or yeah. is planning to do it. i met someone recently who is planning to do it we could hopefully get her to talk about it and her process but it's always a bit slightly shocking to me yeah I, I, like it, it feels like such an extreme thing it's and like, then we talk like, about it but like you, you, and yeah. you don't actually go and like, do of it of course i'd like to be skinny but i'm of not course. gonna go to a surgery and then go under yeah. anesthesia and then get myself you know like the gastric bypass surgeon all yeah. of that extra stuff and it's like and then another thing as well where i i know like in deep down we all know that on instagram everybody filters everybody does photoshop yeah. or whatever but i feel like that's almost you know it, between the two that's almost a better option rather than going under like at least with one like between getting the surgery and filtering your pictures to hell and back yeah at least one you're not risking your life you're not risking your money you're not risking your you know long t- long long term health, health and long-term consequences yeah. so between the two that the photoshopping is definitely the lesser evil and i thought everybody just photoshops it. I didn't think people were after to this extent like yeah. it's just it's a lot of it and then um, you mentioned as well some of the YouTubers that you t- uh, that uh, you saw and that, that was kind of a horror story there's also this other YouTuber that I came across ages and ages ago where she was discussing her um, her situation as well she went to Brazil for hers and mm-hmm. her name is Kelly the hairstylist I think we might tag her or something but like not to be shady or anything but you know she seems she seems really nice and she was literally just talking about her experience and with her her thing is like the fu- like what her story kind of brought out the financial aspect and the financial burden that I have. Yeah. 
which gives me problems with this, where she was talking about how she had to fly out to Brazil and then she came back and then uh, there were some complications and she had to fly back to Brazil and come back and do the aftercare and this and stay there. And I'm just, and I'm just she's talking about this and I'm sitting there telling it up in my head about the amount of money you're spending on this. Yeah. Like you, the flights to Brazil and back alone yeah. or to Mexico and back alone where you're getting it. Then the stay, the hotel stay, then the surgery itself, then the aftercare, then the, something might go wrong and you might go back. And they do have to be maintained. Like Kim Kardashian, the queen of BBLs, she, it's not just a one-off surgery and yeah. that's it done and yeah. dusted you have to maintain them throughout the year i think so you have to get something done like every five years yeah like yeah so that is money money being spent and you know if you if you're a millionaire and you can afford it hey go ahead go ahead but let's be honest but if you're a regular regular girl most of us are millionaires <laughs> exactly if you have a normal job yeah regular regular girl who's getting one of these things done to yeah herself. that's money to your car that could be gone to a car to a down payment to a house to a savings account to a pension and you're spending that instead in security yeah but i think people the thing what i don't really get i think people know this i think people and know everybody this thinks they're the exception yes they're like no no all of these other girls are insecure and they don't know what they're doing but i'm different because you see i had a family issue for me it was childhood issue where everybody in my family looked like this but i didn't so i just yeah. wanted to belong and no 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 everybody is different everybody is different but i'm the special one and i mean again not to be insulting but everybody likes to rationalize and think that they're the exception to the rule yeah but we're not you're still going to get a cosmetic surgery and spending money on fixing an insecurity and but I, and do you do you think that's the best way to do it though? Like let me let me ask you a question. If you have an insecurity, yeah, because do you think going through surgery and fixing it is the best way to do, it, or would it be better to try? And I think it's easier said than done to mm. say to someone, oh, you know, practice self-love, yeah. tell yourself like affirming words every morning, yeah. look at yourself in the mirror and tell you how gorgeous you are, how great you are. Eventually, yeah. you'll believe it and then you will not need any of these things. That is much easier said than done. Definitely. If every single day you really, like say you have insecurity about something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like not enough big boobs or like you want a bigger butt or whatever. Yeah. And every day you realise that people who have those things are being praised, are more desired. They have um, the life that you want. They have the life that you want. They have everything that you're seeking. Mm -hmm. And every single day you are constantly reminded. I think the Instagram, why Instagram is the biggest corporate for me of all of this is you see it daily. Yeah. Whereas if you didn't have that, and say you walked about your normal life, went to work, went to shopping, whatever, whatever... You don't see it as much in your face all the time. But mm-hmm. this constant reminder of your insecurity is literally in your pocket. It is. And you can look at it every five minutes. And that's why it's and very important. And you're reminded important. of it. And that's why it's very important to be selective about who you follow on, yes. on Instagram and who, how many of these Instagram influencers and baddies yeah. that you encounter with. Because, yes, it's nice to see. And, we, you know, we love beauty and we love beautiful things. And we love, yeah. not things, things. But, like, you know, we love looking at beautiful people and that's fine. But you have to be careful as well about... Yeah. You know, because we do get influenced. I mean, they're we called get, They are called horrible. influencers for a reason. We do they get, get paid a lot of money yeah, for that Yeah, subconsciously reason. or not, or subconsciously or consciously, we do get influenced. We do see that. We try and attain that. And that's not good to always be seeing that. And definitely, like, the idea of cosmic surgery as well, I do think, like, in case, for example, like BBL, BBL and, ba- and weight loss would be the two things where you can achieve that you know, through a natural process, through the working out, through the hard work. Yes, but, but it takes some, longer. It takes, it takes much longer. It takes longer. a lot more effort. Yeah. And it's very tempting to try and try cheat and take the that shortcut. Yeah. yeah, cheat the process and try and get that shortcut to get there. But the problem with that is for me is that But say for you, example, not mm-hmm. just before we skip that. Yeah. 
a lot of people who I have seen say they want to get BBL say, yes, you can maybe lose weight through gym and working out yeah. and eating healthy, but you can't get hips. You can though, because you can build, you can build muscle. Like, if, but if, if you, you have a weight, hip dips, if yeah. you have hip dips, you literally, your, the structure of your body doesn't yeah. allow you to have hips. No, the, the hip dips are one thing, but I mean like you can build up, like I've seen people before and after people where it's building up muscle, not gaining weight or whatever, like muscle. You have muscle. to have proportions um, to allow that. Even yeah. if you are I know not, it's not everybody. Not yeah. It's yeah. not everybody, but I'm just saying, like, and here's the thing, like, if by working out, because working out is, has innumerable health benefits, like, it reduces all kinds of positive endorphins. So, if you go and do the long way process of what's it called, lifting yeah. weights, waking, working out, or whatever, it could very well be that you achieve love for your body, just that it doesn't yeah. look the right way. And it's just the difference for me between, you know, trying to cheat the process and just be like, oh, I'm going to wake up like this and everything's going to be yeah. fine, rather than taking the long process. And a lot of people that, you know, try and cheat the process. It doesn't really work because yeah. you wake up and, you know, you, the looks are there, but the self-esteem that go with the looks aren't. And, are not. and, and lot, the habits. Yeah, and the habits don't either. And a lot of th- a lot of times what happens is, like, for example, with cosmetic surgery, looking at the Bella Hadith and the Hollywood crews of the that world. That surgery is, though, 10 <laughs> out of 10. Honestly, if I, I was a millionaire I and I was in limelight... She does look maybe fabulous. She that does look is, fabulous. Especially because her before picture kind of looks like my face. <laughs> So I can so like cost, the temptation, so the temptation right for me is like I could get deeper jaw lines and like have a higher cheekbones yeah. and it's all like, like the surgeons did oh, their work like the surgeons earned, Bella Hadid surgeons earned their paycheck they no really doubt. did but my point is that you know you get one thing done for example the lip fillers which by the way like no shade but lip fillers don't look good on yeah. anyone <laughs> no. I haven't seen a single person real life person or fashion nova models included that have the the, yeah. the lip fillers that look good it doesn't look good but no like you get the lip fillers right and suddenly okay my lips now are really big but there's not enough distance between the nose and the lips and now i have to fix my nose and oh no my cheeks yeah. are kind of a little bit and next thing you know you have one of those shiny faces exactly. because you've got too much done because one insecurity breeds the next because exactly. you haven't done the work to actually you know come to a place of acceptance or come to a place of change or come to a place of whatnot, whether it's body face, whatnot. And the self-esteem doesn't quite match that. And that's what the problem is. And you start off with something like small, you think it's not that big of a deal. Nobody will even notice. Oh, if I like have a higher cheekbones, a little bit, just tuck it a little bit, do a little surgery there. No one's going to notice. I already have like semi cheekbones, but cheek fillers, it's tiny little, tiny little bit. And then soon enough be like, oh, you know, my nose needs a little bit lifted up. And then my eyebrows could do with, you know, being a little bit lifted too. And then, oh, okay, well, you know, let's do PBL. <laughs> I mean, the best example for that, like, we don't even have to think, because, I mean, cosmetic surgery is not something that everybody goes through on a daily life. Like, the yeah. best example for that is, think when you're shopping. You're going with your shopping cart, right? And I did one little thing from Tesco, and the next thing you know, you're walking out with a basket. Yeah. So, like, what makes you think when it's something like that? Also, the like surgeons that? get money from this, so yeah. they are going to advocate. They Absolutely. will tell you other things that are wrong with you. Yes. And then start saying, oh, you could get this fixed and you get that it's fixed. It's their job. This. It's their job. <laughs> yeah. And they get money out of you. And then soon enough, you realize, oh, my God, my, my, some, soon enough, you'll start thinking you have problems with your ears. Yeah. You have problems with your eyes. You have problems with your eyebrows. For no damn reason. Exactly. None it of just, this is It breeds doing... insecurity. And that's why, like, if, in case you haven't noticed in this podcast, we are heavily against the idea of cosmetic surgery because this like it, it is I'm it is in, overused I'm not inherently against it yeah but like but this I, kind of cosmetic surgery this kind like, of cosmetic yeah. like don't get me wrong if you have scarring or like a, a scar issue or yeah. you're in an accident or have like burns or something yeah. like that and it's generally hindering the quality of your life that's something completely different yeah. but we're talking right now about like you know just the purely aesthetic cosmetic the lip fillers the BBLs the boob jobs the this and like but where is the line 
That's a really interesting where point. Where you draw. Because for me, mm-hmm. BBL is an extreme end of the spectrum. It is. That is like life-threatening surgery. Mm-hmm. That's very different. Thing. Like, uh, the other thing why I would never get a BBL, this sounds so ridiculous, but the reason why I would never get one is that Imagine I went to Colombia or like Brazil or somewhere like that, uh-huh. and I went on this surgery bed, and they start cu- cutting me apart, and then I die, and then someone calls my parents and say, "Oh, your daughter died," and they, ex- <laughs> and they're like, "Oh my god, what happened to her? Was she in a car accident? Was she Did you try car- and save a kitten and she was burned?" In the no, she was no, trying to get a fat ass. <laughs> that is not a good way to go. Oh my god! I mean, it's 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 horrible to laugh at this. Minute. It's horrible to laugh at this, <laughs> but, it's but like it's so. Like that is that is that would be such. A I would not want my parents to go through that. That's all I'm saying. Like, oh, our daughter, 25, 24 year old, who's like accomplished, doing her thing. She died because she wanted a fat ass. <laughs> would be a bad way to go for me. It would be, <laughs> but yes. Um, what was I gonna say? <laughs> yeah, so the line that you have between the like, line where it gets too far. But, so the BBL is extreme end of the spectrum for mm-hmm. me, but there are things in the middle. I don't think the face reconstruct. Maybe I'm justifying. No, my it head. is in the extreme end. <laughs> no, come on, you are literally changing the structure of your face. Oh, but it looks so fucking I'm, good. I'm sure it does. I'm not it, denying. I'm, it, not, but... I'm not advocating for it at all. I'm being joke. I'm joking. Yeah, but. That one for me maybe falls in the slower in the middle, and then what is in the maybe acceptable end of the spectrum is things like, you know, fixing your teeth, and if you have any scarring, doing that. People who have been through um chemo and have lost their breast, for example, yeah. getting like surgery for that, yeah. that makes sense to me, and that is corrective yeah, surgery like for me, rather than yeah yeah for me definitely like i draw the line well not a strict line but like there's a kind of a blurry line between corrective surgery that is generally enhancing yeah. your quality of life yeah and and then things that you that are doing purely for cosmetic reasons so for yeah. me the cosmetic reasons like the corrective surgeries are things just so you can look but normal. they stem from the same place they do but like normal for me like normal obviously is a very you know delicate wire to use in this situation but for yeah. example the example you mentioned where like if you have to do a mastectomy uh, uh, where you, where you get lose rid- your breast yeah. you lose your breasts during, because of cancer and then you get a restri- reconstructive surgery to have your breasts back that would be you returning to a state of normality that would be you trying to get but back but it, it comes from the same place it though. does even it does. if, 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 even if we intellectually rationalise we and do. say Okay, this makes sense because yes. you went through a cancer. We are justifying it. It's in insecurity a... that you're fixing exactly. through surgery. It is. But for me, like again, the difference is one is returning to normal and one is genuinely in a... not they're both enhancing your quality of life, but one is returning to normal. And the other one, like for me, the extreme ends of the spectrum that you mentioned, the BBLs, the face reconstructive surgery, the face fillers in particular, the face uh, lip fillers in particular, it follows a trend. And that's that something, follows a trend. That's yeah, something that's true. that is very, very important. Trend it follows a trend, and trends have a way of cycling around and coming back. Yeah. BBLs are a new phenomenon because for the longest time, butts weren't that important. Yeah. I remember a time when calling someone, telling, calling, selling, te- saying that somebody has a fat ass was an insult, not a compliment. No. <laughs> and back in the you know back a few maybe a decade back when I was still in middle school and a bit younger, boobs were the biggest thing. Everybody yeah. was getting boob jobs. Everybody was getting this. Everybody. Now was everybody that. wants smaller boobs. Exactly, smaller boobs and a bigger butt. That was the thing. So it's like it's very much and you and when you go and get these surgeries, a lot of times it's a permanent or you know semi permanent yeah. alteration to a very non permanent trend yeah. that comes and goes. And a kind of a juvenile, not a juvenile example actually, but a more traditional example for this was like, is like in Sudan, a lot of grandmas that I've met, like great aunties or whatever, the old lady, the older generation yeah. of women have green lower lips 
And for the longest time, I never clocked onto that. I, was just I like, used to think they used to smoke weed. No, I was just like, you know what? Maybe that's just how grandma's agents are No, like, I used to think they used to smoke, uh, smoke a lot of weed when s- they were younger. And weed makes you lip <laughs> Weed does make your lip uh, go... Green, green no, because makes your lips go black. Yeah, but like if lips go black, but for in Sudan, like if it's a bad quality weed, it maybe. is maybe not okay. that I know anything about weed. Of course, of course, but no, um, like in Sudan specifically, like just the lower lip, upper yeah. lip is normal flesh color. Lower lip is green, and for the longest time, I thought, you know what, maybe that's just how grandma's age in Sudan. I never really thought about that. Uh. And then my mom told me one time that like, no, it isn't. Back when they were about your age, it was very very fashionable in Sudan to get your lower lip tattooed green oh my god <laughs> and they would like these women would go, i don't know where they even got the tattoo oh, no, it's the same thing in, in morocco in, in, really yeah, yeah. They, i don't even know where they found the tattoo artist tattooing, is not, in Egypt tattooing is not a thing in sudan so they went and found the tattoo artist and the women these women would get their mouth tattooed and have to drink through a straw for three days because their mouth was so was, was so swollen from the lip tattoos that was permanent and they were getting that because they were following a trend and then they just, yeah, they just grew up and their lips were always green. And then, funnily enough, that generation is coming back and being, why are women these days wearing so much makeup? And it's like, woman, you literally tattooed your lip lips, green. Yeah. Makeup I can remove. Your lip is here for life. Yeah. So then, like, you look at that and like, obviously, like, no offense, grandmas, but like, it doesn't look good. <laughs> Tattoos in general, when they age, don't look good. Just, not just you. So again, it's the sense of, you know, doing a, a permanent alteration, a severely yeah. permanent alteration to your body, following a trend that will change. Do you remember the time in the early 20s when picking your eyebrows until they were thin lines was the coolest? Yeah. Oh, it was the sign of beauty. Oh, my God. If you have bushy eyebrows, you're like, you were called a Neanderthal or something. Oh, my. Like, having the thinnest, thinnest eyebrows was the thing. Was the thing. Google it if you don't believe us. And now that's completely changed to the opposite. Like, it just goes through extremes. And another thing, and like, oh, this is me being super petty and like, because karma is a bitch and I love it. But no, like, do you know how, you know, having big lips was always the thing to be made fun of when you're yeah. a black girl. Like, everybody listening, we all know this. If you're, if you're a black girl or a black guy and you have big lips, that is the thing you get made fun of in middle school. Or oh, did you get stung by a bee in your mouth? Or did you put on lip maximizer and accidentally lip... Uh, Someone used to call them plumber. rubber lips. Yeah, rubber lips. You accidentally put lip, uh, lip um, um, plumber before falling asleep and you left it on overnight and now your lips turn out like this. Oh, bless your heart. Is that what turned out? And then the same <laughs> girls with paper cuts for mouth now grew up and now they're injecting plastic and god knows what into their mouths to make them look bigger and it's just the most hilarious the most karma the most cathartic thing to watch because i'm a petty bitch (laughs) and you're just watching that and you're like yeah so again the trends cycle from one extreme to the next so that's why another big reason why i think it's not worth it for me those are the big two financial reasons and chasing trends that are going to change anyway but for me it's also the fact that these things a lot of these new surgeries especially is reselling us reselling us black aesthetics yes repackaging that as mm-hmm. and then selling it to us because the majority of people i see i know why people also do i know people from other ethnicities do different kind of surgeries yeah um for example in iran or in, also in iran Egypt, nose jobs are very big deal i think good 80 percent of egyptian women had nose jobs yeah like because because a lot of the country like wears hijabs in iran yeah. it's mandatory yeah and the only thing they can show is like you know Their the face, face and the nose and they're like okay well whatever let's like it show guess what I'm gonna <laughs> it's going that. to be perfect yeah and so it's nose job so it's just you know it's country based it's culture based it's race based yeah. but everybody's doing something everything is doing something but it's, I think the f- something there's something insidious about s- repackaging reselling bigger butts 
smaller hips, um, big tits, yeah. big lips to black people. Yeah, it's like I we already see- have that. Like we're good. Yeah, but it's like a cartoonish version. Yeah. of ourselves. And it does look cartoonish. Like it does look cartoonish. It's just you see, like anybody who see, like I think some what- people have it. Like I'm not gonna lie, some surgeons do it some well. Some surgeons are good, but like but like majority got it wrong. But again, like we're seeing the exception. I think the model for Kylie Jenner's lip kits. Because yeah. Kylie Jenner didn't model her own lip kits. There was actually a model that modeled it for her. Yeah. And she went. She was the one that got the surgery. But she got the surgery from the top surgeon in all of Hollywood, in like yeah. California or whatever. So that is very much the exception to the rule. Again, yeah. your regular, regular girl is not going to go to the top surgeon in California to get her lips done. And it does, like, when if you're doing, doing it as an, uh, a regular, regular girl, it does look... Yeah. unnaturally it doesn't look quite right there was a contestant oh my god we're just blasting everybody today but there was this contestant in love island i think the last one where uh either the last one or the second to last mm. one where she had like a, she was a pharmacist okay like somebody tag her if they know who, who she is but i know not tag her, but like, like a tall tall, tall dark girl. hair yeah. and she was a pharmacist and she had the surgery done and every time those girls are wearing bikinis or dresses you can just tell that something is it's not, not quite she doesn't look quite right compared to like there's just something off it looks you can, man-made yeah. like manufactured there's but they look off. great on pictures they so do like it, on Instagram this constant seeking of Instagram yeah. perfect pictures and it's going to be a perfect picture crazy. on Instagram not and in real life. life no no and that's something to keep in mind because in Instagram yeah. all you see is Instagram but there's people in real life. It's Yeah, it's all good at us, us saying oh, these things are bad, it's going to cost you a lot of money, yeah. you know, it's insidious for the industry trying to resell us a black culture back to us. All that jazz, yes. People were like, yeah, 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 sure, sure. But you have a deep-seated insecurity. So if you have a deep incident, in, deep-seated insecurity... Like, what, like, none of these things I know. really are going into your head. It's going yeah. one ear, like, But no, I'm different. Like, mine is deeper than everybody else. Like, when I was really, when I was younger, this is not any way where I am at the moment. I really love myself now. But back in the days, I really wanted to be light-skinned. Like, I really, Which is really... so weird, because you are light-skinned. <laughs> but I wanted to be lighter than I am. And I was and obsessed to... with the idea. And I wanted to be, I'm tall, but I, like, I wanted the whole tall, light-skinned, long hair look. Yeah, I wonder where that came from. I wonder but... where that came from. But yeah, like, <laughs> see, that's what, where... Uh, but like, nothing anyone could sense. ever say to me was going into my ear. I was yeah. like, yeah, bullshit, fuck off. And that's why it's I was so irrational obsessed with it. with it. And that's how irrational it is, because like, yeah. your security doesn't even make sense. Like, you are light-skinned. <laughs> but like, and I wanted to be like, good three... <laughs> exactly, I was tall. Yeah. I was okay shade and my hair was fine yeah. <laughs> and I was like but what I wanted was a completely different version of myself yeah. and I was obsessed like crazy obsessed to a point where in Egypt when I lived like in Egypt for five years and every single cream there has some kind of lightning, lightning product. Yeah, very lovely. I <laughs> used to, oh my God, take full advantage of those shit. I am so Bucket glad that death. my skin hasn't like gone into oh, terrible shape for it. Oh dear God. But I was, ups- and it never did anything. Like it never did anything for me. I was so obsessed. Yeah. All my pocket money, all the savings I had, everything would just go into these I wouldn't get love on fairly because my mum would spot it and then she would throw away and I would get in trouble for it. Yeah. But like the Nivea's and the yeah. all the other um, moisturizers had some kind of lightening product in it. Yeah. And I would look for the ones that had lightening product and then get and those. And you still look the same. Like, and your skin nothing and nothing changed. Like, your face and neck and hands are all the exact same shade, which is just like, it didn't work. But like, I'm making a point that it was completely irrational and yeah. it came from a point that 
I saw people around me ever only praise women who were light skinned. Yeah. They were made out to be as if they were this grand magnitude of beauty. Yeah. And if you did not fit into that category, you're not gonna have anything. You're not gonna have anything in life. And I knew how, especially I knew how people treated women who were slightly darker. Yeah. And I, in my head, and I made it emphasizes. I was like thirteen, fourteen at yeah. the time. Stupid. Don't come for us. <laughs> yeah, don't come for me. But. At the time, I re- like kind of saw and recognized how people treated women who were slightly darker, mm. and I was like, I don't want to be treated like that. Yeah. So I better get light skin right now, otherwise I'm fucked. Yeah. Not in my head, no way. I was thinking, oh, actually, we should fight against this. This is really exactly. stupid, exactly. and like not not participate it. But yeah, like when other people are praised for something, you start thinking, oh, I don't have that. Mm-hmm. The automatic natural inclination is yeah. try to seek that validation and not try to you know resist it. So it to me it makes it doesn't make sense, but I understand and yeah. I sympathize. I get where the rationale. I comes get from. where like, it comes I'm in, from. I'm in the place in life where I generally I had that that one insecurity that was you know it was always there, yeah. my entire life, and it was it was something you know it was something that could have been should have been fixed when I was younger, but financially because that's for me the financial aspect is very important because yeah. financially. Um, we weren't quite there in a place to, yeah. you know, to sort that out for all of us. So one of my one of my siblings managed to, you know, have <laughs> have the finances set aside to have that sorted. But for me, there wasn't enough money. So then yeah. it was always something. And, you know, that's where I understand where the insecurities come from. Because I've been through it where, like, in every picture that you take, you're angling your face, you're angling yeah. your body because you're trying to... And get, then you get kind of obsessed yeah, with it. And you get obsessed with it. And I see. guarantee you nobody else notices it yeah like i would they like i would take 500 pictures and my friends would be like what is your problem yeah like, what is the damn <laughs> you look the same in everyone it's like no and then one day literally i thought i was going to have like, you know a big revelation and i was telling my friend and i told one of my friends about this this insecurity and i was like oh it's because my my this and this and this and she's like what i didn't even notice <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah, it's i remember when head. i used to take pictures of you like we went on we went to marrakesh together like two years ago yeah and i took some pictures of you and you were like oh i hate them all and i like this one i was like they look the same. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, because what and it's completely in your head. Yeah, but for it's me, completely the, in your head. But it is. But for for me, when the, when it's something corrective and it's something that can be sorted, and you. But it's corrective it, to you. It's corrective to me, and it can be sorted. But to me, it's it's slightly cosmetic. Yeah. In a sense that this you are fixing something that no one. Yeah. That nobody it. that nobody yeah. cares about. But uh, that's why I'm saying that what if something if it's consuming you to that level. Yeah. I understand and I sympathize, but you have at the very least, if you nothing else, you have to make sure that you're in the right financial place for it. You yeah. cannot be out there shopping for carpet for carpets and for curtains when you don't even have a roof over your head. Yeah. That's just that is you know. Please don't make ca- yourself broke for fat ass. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, just every time you say it, I just find yeah. it so. But it is like kind it of, is. It is exactly it. You're going like, for a fat. You're ass. you're mm-hmm. find a man who likes a flat ass. Yeah. You will like you'll be fine. Men men do not care. Men they don't. There's men like everything and anything. So do yeah. not base your life yeah on, on that men or what men or what other men people want. or anything oh like that. It's just it. it but if you have to, you. if it, if you are got to a point where like I I don't care what you it have to say. It will not give me peace. It does not. Exactly. Sort out your finances first. Sort that out your finance. Go to a ret like really good surgeon yes. that a lot of people have gone to and has no skeletons in their closet. As local as possible because flights also have to factor in. Flights have to factor in. Just take care of your safety. Yeah. Go to those Miami ones and not Colombia and Brazil. Mm-hmm. Sorry about Colombia and Brazil. I'm sure they're I'm sure great. They're lovely. I'm sure they're lovely. But don't do that. <laughs> Go 
to Miami, go to LA, go to London, go somewhere where other people are loads of people who you yeah. can who are not influencers regular girls have gone and done it there yeah. so that you can make sure that's also, your chances are good and again that's only in the case when it's getting to the point where it's consuming you and you literally you cannot yeah. think about anything and else. even before and you do sad. that maybe start going to PT session yeah. and then on top of that people often underestimate this but start therapy Go. To, oh my god I started therapy yeah. about two weeks ago best thing i have ever done in my entire life i believe it yeah. it will change a lot of things about how you think of yourself yeah so maybe do that oh maybe and this sounds trivial a really good pair of spanks oh really you, good <laughs> pair of spanks. Exactly. you never know you, never, you might put it on your side you know what i'm fine yeah. and like do these other things first yeah before you go before going under, under a knife, knife. Yeah. under the knife risking your life for a fat ass like how for, yeah like, like, like <laughs> i can't even, like oh my it makes me laugh every time for so a fat when ass. we go for the th- three weeks oh you know i went to go get some fat ass <laughs> as in you that's exactly to- how i'm yeah, talking about yeah it. as in yeah you went to get a guy no 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 i literally went to get a fat ass yeah but yeah, and another thing is like from the um surgery point of view is that when you go to these places and you come back if something goes wrong Doctors here a lot of times refuse I'm not to treat, help you. Refuse yeah. to treat you and refuse to touch you because they don't want to like, be liable for exactly. it. Exactly, like oh okay, I'm not the one that did this, but if I do something and it goes wrong, or, or you get infected, or you go into septic shock, or God knows what else, I'm going to be the you know the last person you were treated with. He's going to be the one yeah. liable, and oh, he or she is going to be the one liable, and I'm not dealing with that responsibility. A lot of times, you come back and just yeah. t- doctors will not help you. So that's also something to keep in mind. But let's play a game. Yeah, go if on. you if you could get a surgery. Uh-huh. I now, after like spending a good 30 minutes telling people not to do it, mm-hmm. if you could get a surgery that was completely risk-free, mm-hmm. this is very hypothetical, yeah. completely risk-free, and no one would know about it, and it would be free, what would you get done? It would be, I mean, one of your, what's it called, um, rules wouldn't work, because it would be noticeable. <laughs> it would be noticeable, it would be noticeable like, a little bit. Just hypothetical. Okay. okay. Hypothetical. Play along. Hypothetical. Not to sound too much like a what you call like a righteous righteous ass, but I wouldn't. Not because no 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 no. Yes, not sir. because no. Here's the thing. Not because not because I am so comfortable in my body that no. I have like a million insecurities that I need fixing. I have a scar from when I was ten years old. I have like I have everything you could imagine, but I wouldn't fix it because. Anytime somebody asked about it, I would have to admit that I was so insecure about my body that I went and got a surgery. <laughs> I would find that, I would find that so okay, embarrassing. I'm going to play along I then. Find, I would find it so embarrassing. Literally, for the worst possible reason. Not because I have built up my self-esteem. Not because I have gone to therapy. Oh not because God. I've decided... None of these good reasons. This for is the, what it's like <laughs> saying it games with Islam. It's literally... It's, I would, the, uh, it's the right answer, but for the worst possible reason. reason. Okay. Because I'm so insecure that I don't even want to admit that I had to fix my insecurity. That's how it's going to In a hypothetical world, everybody got surgery too. And you could get one too. I'll get my teeth fixed. That would be like the one thing. And like that, I'm tempted, which I'm getting fixed at the moment, so it kind of defeats the purpose. But I'd have to pay less money. Okay. But again, like people would ask, how did they get fixed without braces, and have to explain, oh, I went and did the, the you know, the surgery that was popular a while ago. Yeah, I did that, and I just feel like oh. veneers, I think they're called. No, not veneers, like because veneers kind of um, veneers are terrible. I know veneers kind of whiten the teeth and make them. No veneers, like they shave. I know they teeth. shave them and you put oh. them, but like they don't change that. Like you, if you the structure of your teeth, the placement of your teeth yeah. is wrong, like they are with mine, you wouldn't be able to fix that with veneers because they're still in place. Like yeah. you shave them, but they're still in place. But with mine, it's like you actually, I actually need to like 
cinch them back to where they belong. But yeah, it's literally just I wouldn't get it because I would have to admit that I got a plastic surgery oh <laughs> every single gosh. time. And I'm just I don't want to do it. Like I want it fixed and then I'll just be like one of those people that got braces and that'll be fine. And like that's just gonna be me. I'm just I'm too insecure to actually go and anyway, worst possible reason. I'm horrible. What about you? Well, I know how to play a game, so my list is your list. <laughs> my list would be: I would get my face, my teeth fixed. Okay. I would definitely get the face reconstruction. Oh my Why? god! I would so get the face your reconstruction. Face is fine. I would like. I could have a high cheekbones. Your and, cheekbones like, are already high, but they're not that high. And I could get like a deep jawline. Oh my god! You're not a dude though. <laughs> Even on women, it looks really nice. And oh, then I would get. I would get my nose a little bit tipped off. You, but then if, if it's up like this, it looks like a snout. Like a, like a, but like it would... Because my one's... It's not small, but it's a little bit too small for my face because I have a really big face. Yeah. So it would be like... If I had a little bit up, it would be a bit more proportional. Um, what else would I get? I would not get a BBL, but I would... Like whatever surgery makes me size 10 the next day, uh-huh. I would do that. And I would get my boobs smaller, not bigger, <sighs> smaller. <laughs> I would have like I would go as flat chested as possible. So you and could wear those crop tops with no bra. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And meanwhile those girls that wear crop tops with no bra are crying <laughs> at night because their boobs aren't big enough. I told the girl once, like, oh I wish I had a small boob. She was like, Oh my god, how tragic to have big boobs. Oh so sad. I was like, bitch. That's not how you're supposed to do that <laughs> that's though. Not, that's not how you wear. You're supposed to be insecure about the other what the other person has. Like that's the exchange. <laughs> no. Yeah. I would get them small, I would get like size B or something. Yeah. Or not maybe a no i'll go b yeah. b as like as fast as as proportional to me yeah that's about it yeah. that's what i would get fair enough <laughs> i mean no not fair enough because some of these insecurities i'm just like there's nothing wrong with you, you but it's just like yeah but i'm joking i would never no. do such thing because i tell myself i love myself even though exactly because you don't want to go admitting that you actually had to go and have a plastic yeah. surgery like imagine if i walked into work the other day after that all of that and they were like Who's this bitch? <laughs> Where did she come from? <laughs> like that must be a really confusing phase after like we're, we're getting really sidetracked here. Yeah. But after you get that surgery, yeah. that must be a phase of a lot of explaining. We have, what were you for three weeks? And you're like, oh, did you notice anything different? <laughs> <laughs> Bam! My oh my god, this is a complete trail. But like when I stopped wearing hijab, yeah. I I planned to stop wearing like on a weekend that I was away. Yeah. Uh go to work on Monday not wearing it. And then I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, because I've been, like, wearing it since I was, like, seven years old. So it's part of my routine. <laughs> so on Monday, like, I put it on. On my way to work, I realized, oh, shit, I forgot to take it off. It's too late now. I'll take it off tomorrow. <laughs> so I just took it off on random Tuesday. <laughs> and, they were, like, <laughs> and then, like, on Monday, they told me. They from Monday, Monday to the next. <laughs> exactly. From Monday, they told me with hijab. And the next day, I wasn't wearing them. And then, like, everybody was, like, doing it. A second take for a second, like. Is she, is she okay? <laughs> and then one, this one girl who is, who's a Pakistani Muslim, and uh-huh. she just came up to me and just whispered and really quietly, she's like, How? I don't think you're wearing a hijab. <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> it was so, so awkward. Oh <laughs> but like, I had to power through it for like a yeah. week and then everybody <laughs> kind of forgot it. No, but honestly, if you, even if you had done it on a Monday, it still would have been awkward. It was still- they would have thought like, this girl had a weekend from hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, 
was for me, so honestly, funny. Honestly, for me, it was like, it was from one day to the next, from one weekend that I did it on a Monday. And then, like, I saw this one friend. It was the beginning of the year. Yeah. So we were friends, but we weren't, like, close, close. And she was this hijabi girl, so I showed up and she felt too awkward to mention it. So she just pretended like... <laughs> she yes. just pretended like everything was fine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I didn't, like, I didn't say anything. And then she felt too awkward to say anything. So we just found <laughs> We just like from one lecture to the next, and we just pretended like everything was. Yeah, no. Aside from like the two Muslim girls that I work with, <gasps> no one else asked me about it. But I remember my line manager at the time was really nice. But he like, he came up to me like we were talking about some paper I had to write, and he was like, he came up to me to my desk, and he was like, "Hey, how are you?" I was like, "Good. How was how was your evening?" It was really good, thank you. And he keeps like looking at my hair, looking at my face, like trying to spot if something, if I had like a meltdown or something. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, all right, cool. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. If any, like, you know, if, you know, if you need any help with anything, just come to me. I was like, yeah, sure. But no, I feel like that, like, oh my God, we got so sidetracked. <laughs> no, like that kind of, I feel like that's a lot of the explaining that you'd have to do afterwards. Yeah. Which again, like, I don't know, maybe it's just the case of I'm not as comfortable in my body as I'd want to be. Well, I just, I wouldn't appreciate any of those kind of questions. Like, I don't even appreciate it when anybody makes a normal comment before any surgery. Yeah. So it's like, there's a lot of this uh, attention that would be placed on it. Absolutely, be in your body after you do a surgery that I also wouldn't be comfortable with. So again, not to sound just like a like a righteous asshole. It's just, oh my god, I love myself. I don't no, want to do that's surgery. not what I'm saying I'm at joking. all. Did I'm you pay joking. attention? I have a list of things. I have a scar. I have a this. I have a that. I'm currently running around with train tracks in my mouth because I'm insecure about my teeth. There are a host of things, but it's just I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want I'll to, have to like, explain it. I am completely opposite. I'll be like, yes, this is where I got it done from. This is how much I paid. This is the doctor. Here's the contact. If you, if you go in and say my name, we get, you'll get 20%. I'll be one of those people without a fucking doubt. But no, anyway, I think we've rambled on for so long. But yeah, we'll try and see if we can get your friend and ask her some questions about her and what she wants to do. Yes. And, uh, but yeah. if we don't, if there's no part two, just ignore. Yeah, pretend just like, ignore. Pretend like we didn't say that. But yeah, anyway. No, this was, this was really fun. This was fun. All right, cool. But no, yeah. by all means, we love, we love, we love um audience participation so if there's anything you'd like to add any personal experience any um comments disagreements please please message no message or comment i got an instagram account purely so that how doesn't have to deal with all of the controversial shit that i say yes. so by all means message both of us and uh yeah we'll see you next week yeah nice to chat to you guys see you bye-bye. bye bye